Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. My name is Rick Looper, and I'm your host today. I'm excited to be here today. Today is a special edition of our show. It is our annual announcement of the winners of our poetry contest. I like to call it a summer poetry contest, but I'm realizing we're well into October when summer is really just a distant memory at this point. So it seems a little misleading. I guess we uh, used to start the contest a little bit earlier, and I started it a little bit later this year. Not because I wasn't on top of my game, mind you, but uh, there was some traveling I needed to do, and I wasn't able to start the contest uh, when when we typically did. So maybe this is more the late summer, early fall contest, the the contest which uh, circumvents the spring equinox. That may be too complex of a of a way to refer to the contest. Let's just call it our currently running contest, which we can't even do anymore because the contest is over, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm excited, though, that today is the day that I get to tell you who has won the contest, um, and this is how it's going to work. Um, I'm hoping uh, to to uh, well, it, it remains to be seen if if, if any of our judges are going to be able to call in uh, and say hi and give us a, a little bit of a a uh, few final words about their experience judging the contest um, and reading all your poems that you entered. Um, if they if they call, I will put them on the air and we'll get to hear hear from them. Um, that's uh, that's Alexandra Umless, Angel Ellis, and Debbie Hall. Um, they diligently read 795 poems entered by all of you and uh, scored them um, with fervor, with consistency with detail, with integrity, um, which leaves me awfully confident about uh, the winning poems. So thank you very much if you guys are listening, um, Angel, Debbie, and Alexandra. Um, It was so great to work with you guys this year. Um, I just felt so good about the work that you were doing, the way that you were doing it, and, and the whole process. So a huge amount of gratitude to our three contest judges. Um, I want to mention that uh, if you want to interact with each other during this broadcast, um, folks listening, contest entrants, random people who might be listening, uh, people who aren't random who might be listening, there's a couple ways to do it. I posted an announcement about this event in our Facebook group, PSH Poetry Contest Winners Announcement. So feel free to post comments there as you um, hear what's happening um, as you hear who's won and who's achieved different levels of, of scoring in the contest and say hi to each other there. You can do that there. You can also, um, if you're listening to this in the Blog Talk Radio interface, there, there's a little chat window you can click on. I think you just scroll down to see it, and um, and you can say hi there as well. So there's lots of ways that you can you can say hi to each other and, and interact. So what's going to happen is... Um, I'm going to let you know how the contest worked. Um, We're going to hopefully talk to one or two of the judges, and I'm going to give you a bunch of statistics about um, about numbers, number of prizes, 
number of entrants, uh, scores, etc., compared to previous years in the contest, just so you get an idea of how it how it all worked. And then uh, and then we're gonna start announcing the top ten scoring positions. Now, of course, um, there's only three winners. Uh, the top three scoring positions are the folks who actually won the contest, who will divide up all the money taken in by the entry fees, um, and who will get published uh, at the end of this broadcast as Poets of the Week. Um, and those folks also will be invited to uh, be the judges of next year's contest as well. So that's how it's going to work. Um, but um, in this broadcast, this is the only place where I will also reveal any of the other scores and only the top 10 positions. So um, if you happen to be in one of those top 10 scoring positions and you hear your name read as we go through those scores, then uh, you'll be invited to call in and, and read your poem. Don't call in now. I haven't said any, anyone's name. Uh, the only people who should call in are the contest judges if you happen to be listening. Um, and, and we'll get you guys on the air um, and, and talk to you. But the number to call in if we do, well, I'll give it to you later because um, nobody needs to call in now except for the judges. I, I can see your hands by the phone. So just put, just relax, everyone. It's all going to be fine. So um, I see I have a, a caller from the 412 area on the line. Um, I think I do. Hello, 412. Uh, yes, it's, uh, it's Angel Rick. Hi, Angel. How you doing? Great. I'm excited that you I, called so, in. I'm, I'm excited too to to hear the winners. Yeah, you did quite a lot of work, and you. I'm the only person who knows who won the contest, so you, you're probably being one of the the three people who were incredibly invested in all of the poems that were entered. Or, or I can only imagine your your curiosity at this point and excitement. Yes, it, it, it's great, and I wanted to uh, thank you again for inviting me to judge, uh, as I did win um, third place in last year's contest, and I want to thank uh, my other judges, uh, Alexandra and Debbie, who, uh, although we're in different parts of the country and we, uh, we're working simultaneously, I felt their energy and their intensity and their poetic goodness uh, inspiring me at certain moments. And of course, to everyone who entered the contest, I just want to say that um, I know that each and every poem was read carefully and judged carefully. Yeah, I have I have no doubt. I really got a, a strong sense from from you and the other two judges that uh, that there was a whole lot of uh, work with a great deal of integrity uh, being done. So um, uh, uh, so thank you so much for that um, and for your, your your kind words and for taking time out of your well out of your day today and out of your life uh, in general over the last couple of months in in reading. All of these poems. Do you do you have any? Uh, I don't know. General, you've now read every single poem. Do Do you have any? Yeah. Um, uh, general reactions or, or or to stuff that you read or any comments you want to make? Um, now's the time. Well, I, I I think that in almost every poem, you know, you're going to find something. You know something, uh, something good, something uh, you know, you know, a line, a phrase, a word. But the poems that really stood out 
were poems that were complete poems, really worked on and well-crafted poems in all different forms and on all different subjects, but poems um, to which a lot of effort had been put in. Uh, you know, you, you, you can just tell. They leap yeah. off the page. Or, 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 the, or the screen, as it were. <laughs> I'm just, you know, a, an immediate visual of poems leaping out of your computer screen and running around the house and interacting with the cats and dogs uh, j- just jumped into my head <laughs> when you said that. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if there was any extra cleanup which needed to be done as, as a result of this. No, 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 no. Well, the only extra cleanup were, were all the, the charts I made. And the <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know? Uh, you know, and, 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 and things like that, you know, in uh, reading and rereading poems and uh, judging and then, you know, reconsidering and recalibrating so that my I felt my final scores were fair scores, you know. That, right. That, that, so that, you, that, you made that, a bunch so, of charts so, and so things? That, so, so I did generate some paper on that. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm I'm curious as to what yeah, – can you tell us about these charts and things? Like what, what were you doing over there? With how did, how did that work? Well, well, when I started out, you know, I was reading each poem four times over the course of a few days and um, giving the poem a score each time and then going back and, you know, coming up with a final score. Toward the end, it, it, it got a little tighter, but, you know, the poems were still read carefully. Uh, and uh, considered carefully, and then I was kind of in a groove of judging. Uh, you know, when you're judging a contest like this, you know, the more you do it, the, you know, the more you get into the groove of it. And it was also interesting for me to be on the other side. You know, having been, you know, a contestant for um, in a couple of contests, and then having been a judge, I think I appreciate even more uh, the way the contest was run and the dedication of the judges and the fact I just wanted to tell anyone who's whose poem uh is um is mentioned today uh you know as as one of uh, the top 10 uh placeholders if that poem has not been published send that poem out immediately because that's a really good poem that's highly encouraging and really I, I think um I think gratifying for anyone who entered the contest to hear, you know, the details of your process, um, even if they don't hear their name today, to know yeah, if, even you know, if you at don't very hear least... your name, don't give up on your poem. But I'm saying if you de- if you hear your name or if you uh come on later after after this podcast and you know, and and, and you know, hear hear a recording of it, uh definitely, you know, uh immediately <laughs> Send that poem right. out if, if it is not if, if it is not already out in the world. Right, I agree, and I was I was just going to say if, if folks don't hear their name, just hearing what your process was, I think will at least be encouraging to folks and knowing how 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 fairly and how thoughtful the the judging and and, and was. also sometimes the judgments are close. You know, they, they, you know they're very close. We did have a tie, although I, I won't say any more about that. Uh, and hmm. you know so. The, the, the judgments, uh, you know, the uh, the judging, and remember, it's, it's folks, it's three people judging independently. We're not interacting with each other from anonymously uh, anonymous batches that Rick is sending us. You know, we don't know who 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 the authors are, so it is as fair a process as it can be. Right. 
So, um, well, great. Um, I, I, I can't, um, I can't uh, thank you enough for all the work that you've done, uh, for not giving away those details you just alluded to as well. We can't ruin the surprise. And you're, you're, you're right, especially no. about the closeness of the uh, scores. In fact, between first place and tenth place, there's only really one quarter point difference between all of those positions. Um, and so it was, you know, it was very close, you know, it, it was yeah. as close as it could be, uh, for, so, you know, it's, if you did score in any of these top 10 positions, you are, uh, you really got very close to winning as a matter of fact. So, um, so there you go. Well, well, listen, Angel, I'm going to, I'm going to start spouting off numbers and things. Sure. And I, 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 I'm glad to touch base. Mm-hmm. And again, thank you everyone. Bye Rick. Bye. Thank you so much. All right. That was Angel Ellis, one of our three contest uh, judges uh, who joined the roster, which included um, Alexandra Umlis and uh, Debbie Hall. Uh, they all live in different parts of the country. Um, they were selected as judges because they won last year's contest, chosen by a completely different set of judges. Um, and so um, it's you know, it's as fair as it can be. The the winners of this year's contest will be invited to judge next year's contest, and it goes on and on and on. So, um, so there you go. Um, I'm <clears throat> seeing some uh, questions in the uh, in the chat room online. I see some people are having trouble with sound, but other people are hearing the show, which which lets me think this, that, which which makes me know that that it is working. Um, and there's probably a technical issue which you need to figure out on your end. Of course, you're not hearing me say that, so that's not particularly helpful. But there's, if some people are hearing it, I know it's it's working. Um, and I see the question. Hopefully, you'll post the winners. Yes, uh, I definitely will. The top, the winners, the, the three winners will um, be uh, posted um, immediately at the end of this show at at uh, three o'clock Pacific time, so about forty six, seven minutes from now, the, the poems will get posted, their names will get posted, our newsletter will go out, which lists who they are. Um, it's all scheduled to go. So I got I to gotta start revealing who they are before that happens, because I can't have that email go out before we're done. Um, so listen, this is, this is what we're going to do. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a bunch of statistics now to let you know all about, uh, all about what uh, – well, let me just tell you the numbers. I don't need to ex- explain to you how I'm going to tell you the numbers. So, first of all, um, we had uh, 795 poems entered by 171 poets. Now, that is uh, that's that's higher in both cases than last year. Last year we had 788 uh, poems entered, so we had. I mean, uh, what is that? Uh, seven more poems entered this year than last year, um, but sign- but a big chunk more poets. Last year we only had 125 people enter. This year it's 171. So that's um, uh, that's a big chunk more people. 25, 35, 40, like almost 50 more people uh, entered the contest this year. So um, though since the number of poems entered was closer to last year. Um, more people entered fewer poems. Um, so there you go. That's a statistic which you may find fascinating, or you may just be thinking to yourself, God, why is he telling us all these statistics? I'll tell you why, because I like to build the suspense to the end. That's really the honest reason behind that. Also, I'm kind of fascinated by these statistics as I'm keeping track of them, so at least I'm enjoying them. Um, 
Last year, we had 171 prizes entered. That's uh, one prize for every uh, uh, contest entrant. This year, um, uh, this year it's the same. Uh, we have 171. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Last year we had 125. We had, we had one prize for every entrant last year, and it's the same this year. We had 125 prizes for 125 entrants last year, and we have 171 prizes for 171 entrants this year. So if you entered and you did not win the contest, uh, if you're not one of the top three winners who will, uh, whose prize is the entry fees, uh, meaning, um, well, we'll get to that in a sec. So you're going to divide up the entry fees, but you will get something for for entering. It it could be something physically mailed to you. It could be a poetry book. It could be a set of poetry books. It could be a, a broadside. There's all kinds of things. You can see the long list of prizes that were entered by heading to the contest page on the website at poetrysuperhighway.com. Um, it's all there. Every single person will be getting something. Um, and it could be a, a digital prize as well. There are a number of ebooks that were entered, so you could get a, a, a PDF um, of something that's normally for sale. Um, you might be getting a service. A number of people have offered things like two-hour consultations about poetry. Someone offered um, advertisement in a poetry newsletter. So if you get that, you get a month's worth of advertisement for your your book or your website or whatever it is. Uh, one person offered tickets to an event. Um, so every single person who entered is going to get something for for entering, um, in addition to the top three scoring poets um, uh, dividing up the entry fees. So um, sponsors, how did, how did all those prizes come along? Well, because of the generosity of the many, 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 many sponsors. Um, last year we had 69 sponsors. This year we had 67, but we still managed to have a lot more prizes donated. Um, so I encourage you to check out the long list of um, – check out the sponsors' names at the top of the contest page. These are people who just wanted to support this venture by making sure that you got a prize just for entering. And if you scroll down uh, to the prizes area of the contest page, not only will you see the long list of prizes, but you can see who they are. You can link over to their websites um, and find out more about them. I can't thank all of the sponsors enough for um, for uh, offering uh, so many prizes to to uh, really I, I think it's it's one of the things that's the most encouraging about this contest that you know even if you just enter one poem for a dollar you will get a prize just for entering so that's incredibly awesome of you thank you so much sponsors um, so let's see I've thanked the sponsors I've thanked the judges um, thank you so much to everyone who entered the contest, all 171 of you. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with your money. Um, it's a big risk entering a contest because uh, you might not win and you might not uh, place, and it can be discouraging. Um, it's, it's sort of like a rejection if you you know uh, when you submit poems somewhere. So I really appreciate that you put yourself out there, and I hope that even if you don't win this year's contest, you you. You still keep doing that. I can tell you I've been involved with poetry since 1990, um, and I get way more rejections um, uh, than I do acceptances, and that's that's just how it is. Um, there's, uh, there's a lot of people vying for the spaces of, of publication, uh, for, for winning contests and all of that, um, and it's just part of the game that you're not going to win probably most of them. Um, so 
Uh, don't find that discouraging, and please remember that uh, you will get a prize just for entering. And thank you for thinking our contest was worthwhile. Now, um, uh, just to argue the prizes, so you know how it works. Um, there was a $1 per poem entry fee, um, 100, which means if you entered one poem, that cost you $1, and if you entered 10 poems, that cost you $10. 100% of that money uh, uh, goes into the prize pot, so that was $795. In addition, uh, two sponsors uh, offered um, two additional cash prizes, um, $35 and $25, each from uh, Cindy Thibault and Gianta Baumick. Uh, Gianta, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I'm uh, mispronouncing your name. Um, so that um, uh, money was added to the $795, which gave us a total prize pot of $850, 50% of that which is $425, will go to the first place winner. Uh, $255, which is 30% of that, will go to the second place winner. And 20% of that, which is $170, will go to the third place winner. In addition, the first through third place winners will win the contest, uh, meaning they will be published as Poets of the Week this week, and they will be invited to judge next year's Contest And also the first place winner um, has an extra uh, special prize that they will be um, receiving. Um, they um, will um, uh, – uh, uh, one of our sponsors has offered to publish a um, chapbook um, of, of their work, um, and I'm just trying to find the listing so I can get this 100% right because um, it's a pretty cool prize. I should have uh, should have had this in front of me before. Right, here we go. Walking Press um, said the first place PSH contest winner will be a featured writer, poet, artist in our bi-monthly Boom Songs publication, a small run chapbook handmade using recycled coffee cup sleeves as covers. And the profits of the chapbook will be split uh, between Walking Press and um, the winners. So if you won this contest, if you're in the first place, position. Walking Press is making a super cool prize for you. They're going to publish a chapbook. Um, the cover's made out of recycled coffee cups. Come on, man. Um, that's so cool. Um, and you'll get some extra money uh, from that as well. All right. Now to um, some final statistics before we uh, get into the top 10 scores. Um, the average poem score, so the, the judges, when, they, they, when we received poems, every day we would send a batch of poems that came in that day once we received the payment for that batch off to the judges. Um, they were sent with your names removed, um, and we made all the fonts look the same. We maintained all your text stylings, bold, italics, indentations, etc. Um, but other than that, um, any batch of poems that the, that the judges received looked the same. It might have been a group of poems from one person. It could have been a group of poems from five people. So they didn't know who they were reading. They didn't know if they were reading poems from one person or more than one person. And they were asked to score your poems between zero and 15, sorry, zero and five points using quarter point intervals, um, meaning uh, the lowest possible score they could have given was zero. The next step is 0.25, etc., all the way to five points. All three of their scores, when they returned them, were, um, were were tallied together, which meant that any poem could be could score as low as zero and as high as 15 points. Um, and uh, we um, once we received all the scores, 
we um, sorted our we sorted them all and saw who came out at the top. Um, and it turned out there was a need for a tie in one of the top three scoring positions. So there, what we sent the poems that tied for that position off to the judges. And in that second round, um, which and that was about five poems, um, they they um, uh, they scored those poems between zero and ten points again using quarter point intervals. And those scores came back, and that term determined the winner of that position, and everyone else who was in that tie got bumped down to the lower position. That's a little clue about which position that tie was for, uh, but we'll get to that later. So um, in the first possible round, the highest possible score was 15. Out of 795 entries, the average score was um, 7.398 points out of 15. Um, That... um, The lowest average score we've ever had is 5.938, and that was in 2007. And the highest average score, since I've been keeping track, which is really since 2006, there's a chunk of years before that that I wasn't keeping track of these statistics, but the highest average score was in 2015 when it was 9.435. So this year's average score was 7.398, kind of right in the middle there. the highest score in the first round of scoring, again out of 15 this year, was 12.75 points. Um, that's on the lower end of the highest scores that we received for our first year. The judges this year were fairly moderate in their in their scores, though they were certainly consistent throughout the the, the contest. Um, very few fours and fives from them in the, in the first round of uh, scoring. So 12.75 was the highest um, score a single poem received in the first round um, this year. The highest ever score um, since 2006 that we've received was 14.5 points. And the lowest ever um, first round, the lowest highest score, I should say, was 12.5 points, which happened in 2007 and then again in 2013. Um, And I think this is the final statistic I'll give you before we get into the top 10 scoring positions, who I imagine you're waiting to hear, um, the lowest score for a poem in the first round of scoring. And again, the lowest possible score was zero points. Um, This year, the lowest score for a single poem um, in the first round of scoring was 2.5 points. Um, That is by no means the lowest score ever. The very lowest score um, in the first round of scoring we ever received uh, was a poem received only 0.5 points. And that happened twice since 2006, once in 2007, and once in 2016. The highest lowest score, um, if you can draw a chart and figure out what that means, the highest lowest score happened in 2014, and that was uh, a poem that received 4.5 points. So this year's lowest score of 2.5 points is uh, is right in the middle there of, um, of those statistics. So that's it. Um, I think um, I think uh, I think I'm ready to start telling you uh, who the top 10 scoring poets were. I'm going to run through these rather quickly um, uh, as quick as I can because I'm hoping that some of you who are listening, um, are, uh, are, are, who are in these top 10 positions were, um, are, are able to call in and read your poems. So if, if you hear your name for one of these top 10 positions, uh, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. 
there were a lot of ties this year in fourth through tenth place. So there's a lot of names, and I want to make sure to have time to read and hear from the actual winners if they happen to be listening. So um, so I might rush through them, and I might have to cut you off depending on um, on on where we're at. So let's get right to it. Um, in tenth place, tenth place uh, in the first round of scoring meant that you got nine point five points. Um, and uh, and there are one, two, three, four, five, seven people tied for tenth place. Um, and here they are um, from Los Alamitos, California, Tamara Madison for her poem Seeing Paris. From Hartford, Connecticut, uh, Martin Elster for his poem The Symbol Player. From Martinsville, Australia, um, Magdalena Ball uh, for her poem Mantle Over the Kill. From Longmont, Colorado, for her poem, uh, Constellations, Dixie J. Elder. From Deer Lodge, Montana, for his poem, Untitled, Dennis Mahagin. Sorry if I mispronounce anyone's name. Um, from Alameda, California, uh, for the poem, Dancing Juhitsu, um, Andrina Zawinski. And from San Pedro, California, rounding out 10th place for the poem, Midnight in the Backyard of Lust and Longing, which has my vote for one of the best titles we've received, Alexis Roan Fancher. Thank you guys very much for entering. You scored in 10th place, um, which was super close to uh, winning the contest or, or scoring um, in the top three positions. Well done to all of you. If any of you happen to be listening, feel free to call in and uh, and uh, and read your poem. We had We had... Poems entered from all over the world, by the way, mostly from the United States, but we had poems from Australia, Ireland, Bahrain, France, India, the United Kingdom. Uh, did I say Ireland? I did. Denmark, Germany, um, uh, Israel, um, all kinds of places, all kinds of uh, uh, people entered the contest. Canada, uh, Minnesota, for God's sake. So, um, this contest was open to everyone in English, and it's cool that it was so widely represented by um, so many, um, so many places. All right, moving on to ninth place. Ninth place, ladies and gentlemen. And if you hear your name right, read, feel free to call in six four six seven one six seven three six two. We have thirteen names in tied uh, uh, tied for ninth place. Ninth place was only a quarter point higher. Then 10th place, so in the first round of scoring, it was 9.75 points. Um, and here they are uh, from Cambridge, Massachusetts, Tomas O'Leary for his poem Dancing Out with Our Zombie, also an awesome title, Tomas. Uh, from, I- from Kildare, Ireland for the poem Barely December, Steve Denahan from Rialto, California uh, for the poem Percy at Piano, Shirley Walker. From Bahrain, I'm all the way from Bahrain, Rohini Sundaram for the poem First Catch. From Glendale, California, just up the street from me for the poem Post Cataract Surgery, uh, uh, Paris Longo. Congratulations, Paris, for scoring in ninth place. From um, Gavre, France, uh, for the poem Ypres, Tibet. Uh, Lucille Belinsky. Congratulations, Lucille. Uh, thanks for representing France in this poem. Uh, from Columbus, Ohio, for the poem The Flood, 
Kamal Kimball. Uh, from St. Paul, Minnesota, also in ninth place for the poem Nessus Sphinx Sphinx Moth, Julie Martin. Uh, also, no offense to any words that aren't names that I mispronounce. Doing the best I can. Ken. <laughs> from Mumbai, India, ladies and gentlemen, for the poem Making Clementine Preserves with Mother, uh, Febby Joseph. Congratulations, Febby. From Eureka, California, for the poem Epithamalium, uh, David Holper, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the poem Thanksgiving, Charles Bryce, from Monastique, Missouri, for the poem Running Out, Carol Oberg, and the final person in ninth place, from Taunton, Somerset, United Kingdom, uh, for his poem Cantus Arcticus, Anthony Watts. Okay, if any of you happen to be listening, feel free to call in area code 646-716-7362. Um, I see some people are figuring out the sound uh, sound issues. That's, uh, that's awesome. Um, I, I hear you have to click right on the arrow for the sound to kick in. I don't know what that means because um, I'm not looking at the page that you're listening to. Uh, but uh, but uh, hopefully you're hearing this. Those of you who are listening in the chat room, hi, everybody. Good to see you here. Those of you who are listening on the Facebook uh, or who are, who are watching the Facebook page, hi to you too. I saw someone just posted the question, will you post the winners? Yes, the top three winners will be posted uh, at um, in, in 27 minutes. Their poems will go live. Um, the only place to hear the um, top 10 winners is this show. We don't post those anywhere. If anyone uh, wants, if you don't hear your name in the top 10 positions, please assume that you tied for 11th place. We will not reveal any scores, no matter how much you ask, no matter what kind of case you make, no matter if you send letters from attorneys. Uh, we will not list the scores of the 11th um, and uh, positions outside of 10th place. So don't ask. And the only scores that we will reveal are these in the top 10 positions, and the only place that we will reveal uh, positions 3 through 10 is here in this broadcast. The only, the only ones that get posted live are the actual winners. So there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, where were we? Ah, yes, eighth place. Um, so um, the ties get a little smaller, not so many people uh, um, in each position and um, from eighth place forward, but in eighth place, um, we have uh, seven people tied for eighth place. Eighth place scored 10 points out of a possible 15. That's only a quarter point higher than ninth place. <clears throat> so here we go. Here are the people in um, eighth place from Los Angeles, California, a place I know well and where I happen to be at this very second. Uh, for her poem, Registered Mail, Martina Rice Newbery. Uh, congratulations, Martina. From Boston, Massachusetts, uh, a place I've set foot in before. Um, for the poem Toolshed, Gawain Ross. Congratulations, Gawain. Uh, from Huntington Beach, California, for her poem Dying Wishes, uh, Jessica Parker. From Cliftwood, New, sorry, from Cliffwood, New Jersey, for the poem Gran Terremoto de Chile, de Chile, Jennifer Brown. From Again, from Huntington Beach, California. My God, they should have carpooled. Uh, for the poem Family Recipe, Danya Alcooli. 
Um, that's two people from Huntington Beach in eighth, eighth place. I sense a conspiracy. Uh, from Galway, Ireland, a place I think I drove through once, uh, for the poem Sisyphus Decides, um, uh, Sierran Parks. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, Sierran. I, I don't know. That could be Karen as well. Um, uh, if you're listening, call in and let me know how to pronounce your name. And finally, in eighth place, from uh, Williston, Vermont, for the poem I Want to Write, Tricia Knoll. So there you go. That's poems uh, from from eighth place, ninth place, and tenth place. Uh, we're in seventh place. Now, do we do the seventh inning stretch before or after announcing seventh place? I'm not sure. Let's get through seventh place, uh, and then we can have we can all stand up and stretch. Um, at that point, seventh place. We only have three people who tied in seventh place. Seventh place scoring position was 10.25 points. That's only a quarter point higher than eighth place. If anyone hears their name, please remember you can call in and read your poem. Uh, it's area code 646-716-7362. In seventh place, from Leewood, Kansas, uh, for the poem Sheba, Tina Hacker. Nice job, Tina. From Denmark, for the poem Male, 21, Not Explicitly Homosexual, uh, Sasha Claudel. Well done, Sasha. Great title as well. And from Fontana, Kansas, that's two people from Kansas in seventh place. Again, I sense a conspiracy. For the poem Just In Case, Pat Anthony. <clears throat> Congratulations to our seventh place winner. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time for the uh, seventh inning stretch. Um, uh, uh, I wonder if I have any um, – I don't have any uh, seventh inning stretch. I have a drum roll I could play, I suppose. Let's, that's the best I got. <laughs> that's it. I should add some more sound effects to the library here so I, uh, so I don't just have to uh, have a drum roll available to play uh, for all purposes. Um, but, you know, there should be a take me out to the ball game. I don't know. But um, all right. We're moving on to sixth place. Sixth place, um, uh, the six people – wait a minute. Six people in sixth place? This is yet another conspiracy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, these folks scored 10.5 out of possible 15 points, um, and that's only a quarter point higher than seventh place. So you can see how close these scores were, and this goes all the way up. Um, uh, really uh, well until first place, which was the one that that made it, made a leap. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, in seventh, oh sorry, in sixth place, um, uh, the following six people scored 10.5 points from Temecula, California, for her poem "Tending House." Sharon Thompson. For from Berlin, Germany. For the poem, The Green and Light of Things, Marula Blades. From Tucson, Arizona, for his poem, A Centaur, Jefferson, Jefferson Carter. Uh, from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the poem, My Father Was a Beekeeper, James Kroll Jackson. From Madison, Wisconsin, for the poem, To My Daughter on the Other Side of the World, F.J. Bergman. And finally, in sixth place, from Los Angeles, California, for the poem Hollywood and Highland, 
a place I've taken the red line to, Diana Rosen. So there you go. That's uh, that's six through ten places, tenth place in our contest. Um, we're moving on to fifth place, ladies and gentlemen. The top five. <clears throat> Get excited. Uh, many of you who haven't heard your names before are getting more nervous. You're thinking, is my name not going to get read, uh, which is going to be disappointing? Is it going to be read in fifth or fourth place, which is kind of exciting but not as exciting in first through third place? If you don't hear your name in fifth or fourth place, fourth place, well, you heard in first through third. I feel you. I feel you. We're going we're gonna to plug ahead uh, and move on to fourth place. Again, if you hear your name, Feel free to call in, and uh, I'd love for you to read your poem that's scored in one of these places. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. So in fifth place, uh, from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, for the poem Fridays, Bruce Taylor. From Nashville, Tennessee, which is the subject of my most recent book, Hunka Hunka Howdy, little plug there, um, for the poem at Wilfred Owen's grave, Michael Birch, from Saugus, Massachusetts, for his poem Two License, Tom Sheehan, and from Provo, Utah, for her poem Southside, Trish Hopkinson. That's fifth place, ladies and gentlemen. Give applause for everyone who scored so highly in the contest. That way, they fifth place, by the way, was ten point seven five points, only a quarter point higher than sixth place, very close, which moves us to fourth place. In fourth place, the score for fourth place, five people tied, um, 11 points. Oh, and this is actually, this is where I, I guess I have to uh, reveal this to you. Um, everyone who scored in fourth place was in the first round of scoring, tied for third place in the contest. This was the third highest score in our contest, and so everyone in fourth place um, were the people who went into a second round of scoring from zero through 10 points to determine who was going to win third place in our contest and who was going to get bumped down to fourth place. So you should know, if you hear your name here in fourth place, that you were so close to winning third place in this contest. Um, so we have five people in fourth place in our contest, and here they are. <clears throat> with 11, round, 11 points in the first round of scoring. Um, from Lopez Island, Washington, for the poem Indoor Life, Kathleen Holiday. Uh, from Renton, Washington, for the poem The Way My Father Ate Chicken, Scott Ferry. From Huntington, New York, for the poem Home, Mary Jane Tenerelli. From Indianapolis, Indiana, For the poem, Timid Shame, Layla Lenhart. And from Texas, for the poem, For My Daughter, Angelique Jamel. So congratulations to everyone who scored in fourth place. Um, you got really close to uh, winning third place in this contest with 11 points. Um, so well done. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, um, that leads us to third place, and the next three names that you will hear um, are the people who won our contest um, and who will divide up the entry fees and who will be published in about 17 minutes as Poets of the Week. 
um, and uh, and who will be invited to be the judges of next year's contest. Um, oh, but wait, before we do that, we have a caller from the 206 area code. Hi, 206. Hello, it's Scott Ferry. Hey, Scott. How's it going? Congratulations on fourth place. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Now i got to find my home to read. Please, because I would love to hear about how exactly your father ate chicken. I assume it was cooked yeah. first. I mean, that, that at least I can probably make that assumption. Right? Let's hope so. Let me find it. <clears throat> By the way, as a vegetarian, I find the whole concept offensive. Let me just throw that out there before you read the poem. <laughs> All right, it's coming. For real. All right, here we go. Da, 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 da. All right, here it is. The way my father ate chicken. Can everybody hear me okay? Uh, I'm the only one who's able to respond to that, so I'm going to say yes. <laughs> so that was awkward. Okay, the way, the way my father ate chicken revealed the source of his hunger. He assimilated each leg quickly and thoroughly, lapping every sinew and hanging thread of it to juice. He glanced at my bones when I set them down and shook his head. He missed a lot of meat. He was born in 1932 in the middle of the starving. His father died at age 26 from heart damage from the Spanish flu and strep. His mother remarried a selfish man who spent little attention on Lyle, more on a bottle. His stepfather, Gary, would refer to him as the boy to his wife while Lyle sat right next to him at the table. As in, can you tell the boy to mow the lawn? Lyle decided to become more than a third person winning student body president at both Excelsior High School and Long Beach State. He cruised his Austin Healy with charm, joined the elite fraternity, visited UCLA cha the UCLA chapter, and stole all their women, he bragged. He became an English teacher in his old neighborhood while most of his friends became multimillionaires. We still skied with the Haleys and Mammoth, visited the Malloys on San Juan Island, but there was always a vacuum in his mouth, lack in his words. He began to bald, so he spent nearly an hour each morning spraying aerosol maple on his scalp and fashioning his side hair over his crown. I can still taste the PVP in the air by the three-way mirror. His glib and profuse words failed to direct his family because we had swallowed them too many times. He turned shouting. We knew he was still the president. He didn't need to remind us every day with 10,000 words. Of course, we stopped listening. And in the barking, I heard the brittle hunger of a boy, two thin bones on his plate. Scott, that's fantastic. Um, uh, well read and a great poem and no, no secret why that scored so highly in the contest. Well done. I'm glad you were able to call in and read it. Well, I appreciate what you do for the poetry world, Rick. Thank you. I'm going to let you go quickly uh, because I, I've only got so much time and I need to get to that to the, the top three scoring folks. But thanks for calling in and for, send, and for entering the contest. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. That was uh, Scott Ferry from Renton, Washington, uh, uh, reading his place scoring poem, The Way My Father Ate Chicken. Now, I've got another uh, caller from the 801 area code. 801, I see you, uh, but because there's only just over 10 minutes left in the show, I want to make sure to get to the winners um, uh, to in case they're listening and, and not run out of time if they're calling in. So 
let me get those names out, and if we if we still have time, I will get to you. So hang on the line. And if we don't, I apologize. We'll we'll have our regular open reading next month. And uh, and everyone, we do this show every month, by the way. Um, uh, usually it's an open reading. The next one is November 17th at 2 p.m. Pacific. So you should plan on uh, saving that date and calling in. We get as many poets on on the air as possible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, in third place in our contest. Again, third place. Uh, uh, this person tied for third place in the first round of the contest. All of the um, poems that tied for third place went out for a second round of scoring. Um, they were scored between zero and 10 points for a highest possible score of 30 points. Um, this poem won with 25.5 points out of 30. Uh, the third place winner in our contest, winner of $170, and publication on Poetry Superhighway, as well as an invitation to judge next year's contest from Santa Monica, California, for her poem, A Blessing, Alicia Elcourt. Congratulations, Alicia. Well done. Um, all right. The first two scoring uh, positions, uh, first and second place, were not uh, subject to a tie. They rose to the top at the very beginning. Um, of the contest. They, there was no second round for these. The person who scored in second place um, scored 11.25 points out of, uh, out of 15. Um, this person will win um, $255. Um, they will be published as Poet of the Week in about 11 minutes, and they will receive an invitation to judge next year's contest um, in Second place, the second place winner of our contest from Los Angeles, California, for the poem, The Man Who Dusts the Bones, Suzanne O'Connell. Congratulations, Suzanne. Well done. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> Alicia and Suzanne, if you happen to be listening, please do call in 646-716-7362 um, see if we can get you on the air to read your winning poems. Well, this leaves us at first place, ladies and gentlemen. Um, first place scored 12.75 points in the first round of scoring. That's a full point and a half over second place. Um, that's the only scoring position uh, between first and tenth that was higher, that had a bigger gap than, than a quarter point. Every other position was just a quarter point difference, which uh, really tells you how awesome this poem and poet must be to have risen uh, so much higher to the top than the other well, I mean, a point and a half, how high really is that out of 15? I don't know, but it feels significant since all the others were just a quarter point. This person, first place winner, will win $425, which is 50% of all of the entry fees taken in, plus, of course, the um, uh, the extra money which was donated to the prize pot. They will be published as first place winner as Poet of the Week in about 10 minutes on the Poetry Superhighway website and they will be invited to be one of the judges as of next year's contest. In first place, with 12.75 points. That was really a more appropriate time to use the drum roll, don't you think, ladies and gentlemen? Ellarine Lockie, congratulations, Ellarine, with your poem, Stepping Over Arizona. She's from Sunnyvale, California. Ladies and gentlemen, all three of our 
uh, poets who won this year. This is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, are from California. I sense a conspiracy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, no, not really. Um, so congratulations to the Golden State for uh, producing the three winners of our contest. Uh, congratulations to Elorain for uh, winning first place, uh, Suzanne uh, for winning second place, and Alicia for winning third place. Um, I do have about nine minutes. If any of you are listening, anyone who scored in any of the top ten scoring positions, feel free to call in. And uh, we'll get you on the air, and uh, and you will uh, be uh, have the opportunity to read your poem. Now, uh, for some business, um, if you were a sponsor of the contest, and I know many people who entered also uh, sponsored the contest, I'd like to let you know that you will be receiving an email um, within an hour or so letting you know where to send the prizes that you donated. And um, so just as a friendly reminder, there's two things that you have to do. Um, uh, you have to, A, Send your prizes within two weeks, uh, so we'll say two weeks from tomorrow. That's November 4th, and and this is so important. You have to notify me by email after you have sent the prize. If you get my email and say, oh, I packaged it up and it's going to go out tomorrow, it doesn't count. Um, you have to let me know after you've actually sent the prize. Otherwise, I will send you a follow-up email um, until you actually tell me that, that the prize has already gone out. Some of you have donated – prizes which are um, not physical prizes where you just have to send an, an electronic something. All you have to do is email it to them, and it's good. If you donated a service or if you donated something where the winner of your prize gets to pick something, your only responsibility is to email them to let them know how to take advantage of it. Then it's the uh, winner's um, the prize recipient's uh, responsibility to take advantage of it. Um, if you know, and then you let me know that you've sent them that email. If they never take advantage of it, you know, you could follow up with them if you want. But it's really, it's, it's all you have to do is, is notify them, and that's it. I'm also going to send out an email to everyone who entered the contest, letting you know uh, what prize you should be expecting. That'll go out this afternoon as well. I've got a couple of callers. Um, let's see, eight six zero area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, Rick. Hi, who's this? This is Martin Elster. Hey, Martin. How you doing? Oh, fine. And you? I'm good. I'm good, thanks. Um, this is a great show, it, and and uh, I, I want to congratulate the uh, winners and the top ten prize winners, uh, the top ten um, score, scorers, that is. Cool. Thank you so uh, much for doing that. Um, excellent contest. And I'm, This is the uh, second time, the second year I've entered and uh the first last year i actually got into the top 10 as well which so i'm i think i'm on cool. a roll do you want to I, I i i don't mean to cut you off but i've got a few other callers and only like five minutes left are you able is, oh is, is, sure. I, is the symbol player a, a, a sh- short enough to read yes, I, I'll, I'll read my poem right now okay good <clears throat> uh the symbol player as bows and fingers quiver strings as lungs and lips whip up the air, as notes soar on great falcon wings, one player seated in his chair like a finch hid in a maple tree, as if the creature wouldn't dare trill out above the symphony, perhaps in fear of being caught by a raptor high above the lee, begins to rise like an afterthought, Amid the pianissimos, and like a hunter's rifle shot, 
as bright as 99 rainbows of overtones. He spreads, then hits to place together. The ether glows like sunlight through the woods. He sits back down, and yet the the clang still rings and darts and dances, flutters, flits, and for the merest moment clings and fades away like all brief things. Martin, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, for sharing that with us um, and, and for, for calling in and for entering the contest. I really appreciate it. Well, um, thank you very much, Rick. All right. And, take uh, it easy. Take sorry to cut people off. I've only got a few minutes left, and I want to get to as many people as possible. Um, uh, uh, call in during our regular open reading. We've got a lot more uh, leeway to talk to people uh, longer. Um, next up, a caller from the 408 area code. Hi. 408, are you there? All right, 408 seems to have disappeared. Let's go to uh, the 406 area code. Hi, 406. Hello. Hello, Rick. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? This is Dennis Mahagan. Hey, Dennis. How you doing? Lodge month. <laughs> Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, um, that's how you pronounce your name. Good. Now I know. Let's hear your untitled poem. Still there? You bet. You bet. Dennis, you're cutting in and out. I can't. I can't hear you. Um, guessing it's a, a connection issue at this point. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to let you go there because we're not. We're not hearing you on on this end. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, sorry for the folks who tried to call in and couldn't couldn't get through. Um, the last couple of callers there. Congratulations to our winners. Thanks, Elaine. Uh, Suzanne and Alicia, congratulations to you guys for winning first through third place. Your poems are going to be posted on the website in about three minutes. Our newsletter is going to go out in about three minutes. Um, um, I'm very excited uh, 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 that you entered the contest. I'm excited for everyone to read your poems. Thanks so much to our judges, Alexander Umless. Thank you so much to Debbie Hall. Thanks to Angel Ellis, who we got to hear from earlier in today's show, for for doing an incredible amount of work in reading all 795 poems. Thank you a huge amount to our contest sponsors um, uh, for for making this such an attractive contest to enter. Um, you'll all be hearing from me shortly about what where where to send your prizes. If you're listening and you don't get an email within the next two hours from me about where to send your prizes. Something went wrong. Please, please send me an email and say, "Hey, I never got my email," because it's going to come. Please don't forget to notify me uh, after you've sent your prizes. Please send out your prizes, uh, whether it's by mail or electronic. Uh, if it's an electronic prize, um, uh, within two weeks by Monday, November fourth. Um, and most importantly, thanks to everyone who entered the contest. All 170 of you um, who entered 895 poems. Um, wait, is that right? 795 poems. Um, congratulations to everyone who entered the top, who, who won, who, who scored in the top 10 scoring positions. Um, that's no slouchy thing to uh, to be able to have achieved, um, considering 800 or 795 poems were entered. That's pretty darn good. Everyone else, congratulations on tying for 11th place. Uh, please tune into our show. Next month, Sunday, November 17th, 2 o'clock p.m., it's an open reading. You're all invited to call in 
and uh, and read uh, anything you'd like and, and talk to me about what's going on in your poetry world. Uh, watch for our announcements and the, the posting of the, the winning poems in about a minute. Thanks so much, everyone. <laughs> 